0: hip hop has never been a stranger to expression pretty much ever since the beginning rappers have been talking about things going on around them and events occurring in their lives for years we've seen the more mainstream rappers basically trying to one-up each other by trying to be harder (laughs) than their peers however as time has gone by we've seen more of a shift to rappers being more open about their mental health while peeling away these layers of hypermasculinity. Welcome to the Bar for Bar podcast, and this week, I'm going to be talking about mental health and hip-hop. So, now when I say that we've been shifting more towards this expressive type of rap, that isn't to say that this is a new occurrence, it's just that it's a little more prevalent nowadays, rather than before. The most notable evidence um, in the past, at least, I'd say is probably Biggie with his track Suicidal Thoughts or The Ghetto Boys, uh, R.I.P. Bushwick Bill, with Mind Playing Tricks on Me. I, these are just two examples of artists who are in the gangster rap category, but still made music that is both reflecting on their lifestyle, but is also putting them in a pretty vulnerable light. Looking at these two tracks in particular, uh, we get two different sorts of expressions, really. Uh, With Biggie's Suicidal Thoughts, we get a more introspective look into Biggie's mind state at that particular moment in time. So, it's like, because he calls uh, Puff in the middle of the night, basically going through this whole verse of what's going on with him. Um, Looking back, though, it's almost surprising that this song made it onto the album. At least to me. Uh, Just because Ready to Die came out in 94. And in my mind, that's kind of where... Like, hyper-masculine gangster rap was the norm. Even for Big. So, like, it wasn't... It wasn't normal to be talking about your life and what's going on, and thoughts of suicide, really. Like, to see an artist that was more, like, he was definitely one of the most popular artists at that time. Like, but to see one of them give us a look into their mental state, in my mind, is a pretty rare occurrence. Uh, It's not even like this track was veiled as a a upbeat track or anything like we've gotten more recently as well or every once in a while we get tracks like that um one example or probably the best example really is Kendrick's swimming pools like that song sounds like a chill party song but then when you really listen to it it's like oh this is serious like this is basically a commentary on a, like how and why people drink and like as it's own standalone song that's what it's for but it also plays really well into the album Good Kid Mad City because it's like a storytelling album Um, but yeah like we get tracks like that every once in a while and even like nowadays like the more popular emo rap tends to be more or feels more upbeat like on first listen at least Uh, to me again but It then, like, when you actually, like, look into the lyrics, they're like, there's some real stuff happening in their minds that they're putting out there, really. Um, Getting back to the Biggie track, though. um, If you're not aware, this track is about him contemplating suicide. And also, like, he kind of goes into the reasons why. In this track, he's basically explaining that he feels underappreciated and unloved. And he also feels regret for his past crimes that have happened. And this kind of brings up another aspect of mental health that isn't talked about nearly enough, I'd say. Uh, And especially in the sort of gangster rap uh, subgenre, it's PTSD, like most of these Well, not most, but a lot of these gangster rappers come from environments that really most people would be traumatized by. Like, you can walk around and you don't know when you're going to get killed, or your friends are going to get killed, or your family gets killed. Like, and then if that even happens, like, that's even more traumatizing. Like, that's something that very rarely gets spoken about. Um, especially in hip-hop, like, I mean, we see that on, um, on Mind playing Tricks on Me, which I'll get into in a minute, but in, you know, most current rap, it's not really, like, at least from what I can tell, it hasn't really been talked about. Um, I think most recently, um, I'm just thinking of, like, gangster rap from, like, 10, 15 years ago um, like the game he I mean he's very obviously a gangster rapper but he kind of he's weird (laughs) so the game's one of those rappers that is so like gangsta but he's also really emotional (laughs) like he is one of those people that is just not afraid to break down and cry um and I- th- I don't remember what song it is now, honestly, but going back to his last album... Damn, I forgot the name of that too. But anyways, the- stupid phone. Um, he talks about, like, stuff that's happened in his past, and people dying. Um, and going through grief, because one of his good friends, Nipsey, died like and that and I think actually Nipsey's passing was is like a big turning point too because a lot of people are like more like willing to speak about grief now too which really wasn't talked about too much but um getting back to the PTSD thing um Giorbo dropped his album, titled PTSD. And, like, I I know I've mentioned it before, but if you haven't seen the album art, it's him holding uh, an American flag where all the stars on it are actually just pictures of his dead homies. Uh, And he also has a track, PTSD, which kind of goes into all that, too. And it's good to see, like, you see, I mean he's I'd say he's pretty popular. And like he's more known for that like drill sound, but he still managed to basically make an entire album about PTSD and made it well, like <laughs> without sounding super preachy and actually having people listen to it. Um so moving on though. The other track that I mentioned, uh, "Mind Playing Tricks on Me" by the Ghetto Boys. Uh, this one attacks paranoia, uh, which is another thing that we don't see too much. Um, it kind of touches on the same sort of idea of Biggie's track, where like they're kind of worried and well paranoid <laughs> about just events that have occurred and things that they have done so they're concerned for what's going to happen next like oh is someone going to come after me they have to keep looking over their shoulder like that sort of that sense of fear is like it's very real but we expect these sorts of rappers to be hard and like fearless essentially uh, like that that sort of feeling reminds me like I know of a few people, including myself sometimes, where say you're like sitting down somewhere and there's a bunch of seats, right? Like they're gonna make sure that they sit in a place where they can have eyes on everyone and that all lines of sight are covered. So like they'll usually have their back up against a wall so, like, clearly, like, not actually on the wall, but, like, they'll be at a position where no one can really come behind them. It's, so like, everyone has to go right past them, and they can see every entrance and exit. Like, that's, like, it's weird. It's a weird feeling, because, like, you'll be, it's just that random, too. Like, like, anytime you don't feel uncomfortable, like, you're in, like, that's what you do. You're like, no, I need to make sure I can see everything, make sure everything, I know what's going on. Like, it's a weird sort of paranoia, which, like, most people probably won't even think about because, like, they're like, oh, well, that guy just wants to sit back there somewhere. But, like, it's a real thing. (laughs) Like, we don't think of it as paranoia, but it's more of, like, oh, I want to make sure I got everything covered just in case, you know, just in case someone... Someone tries to come up on me. Now, moving on from this though, uh, like I mentioned at the top, we've begun to see a more of a trend towards this sort of music where people are expressing themselves and are more open about their mental health. Um, it's really approached differently by different people. So I'm going to go into the more popular stuff first. Um, so most popularly, we have artists like Lil Uzi Vert, uh, Juice World, Lil Peep, Future, and, and many more that are going into this more like trap influenced drug rap with a more melodic rap style to it. And it's funny cause to me, upon first listen, like when I would listen to Future and stuff, I would just only like, I, I wouldn't think anything of it. I would think of it's, it's, relatively upbeat to me but then you have other people um like one of my friends was like anytime i listen to future i just get super depressed like even if i'm not listening to the lyrics like just the energy around it and i guess that's just kind of like everyone uh everyone goes to it differently or like everyone analyzes it differently i don't know what i'm go uh, what word i'm going for there but it's weird like everyone's interpretation is different like to me yes if I go into it and read the lyrics for like, Future sure there are points where he's like I'm like oh okay yes this is what he's talking about he's talking about like mental health issues he's talking about how he's depressed he's taking all these drugs to make him feel better cool but with Future I guess it's a little bit more of like a whole sound to him um but then, like, people like Lil Uzi Vert, like, uh, his track, Exo Tour Life, was this whole song about, like, him breaking up. And he just has, like, he has this feeling of loneliness and emptiness, which everyone had, like, everyone when they first listened to the song, they was just like, oh, this is a fun song. This is a great fun song, Lulu. You were so happy. Oh man, his friends are dead. Like no, dude. <laughs> like it's like that's something that no one was really talking about at that time and with that sort of energy. Um, and then Juice World, like to me, Juice World's probably the most open about it, or like at least he puts every- he had put everything out there, like. Even on his most recent album, I think, well, the trailer for it was very, like, upfront about it. Like, he was just saying that he has, like, anxiety and depression and stuff like that. Um, but, like, the. And I, I mean, well, not but, that, that just straight up carried into the music that he made. <laughs> and that's another thing, too. Like, these newer age rappers they don't just restrict themselves to, like, expressing themselves through their music. They continue that through really any of their appearances. They, like, most obviously social media, like, when you go on IG Live, you're getting the artists talking more naturally, I'd say. Like, and that's a, like, I think that's a great thing because these sorts of Moments where you're talking things through can be, like, some sort of therapy. But it can also just be, like, you have fans that are genuinely concerned for you, so they're gonna, like, try to help you out. Um, but also, social media is probably not the greatest thing, because you have assholes that just say stupid and mean things that don't need to be said. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about with that was yeah, so everyone that I mentioned I wouldn't necessarily fully commit them into emo rap um, like Future I don't think is fully emo rap he's definitely more trap um, same with Lucy Vert, I'd say but Juice world and Little Peep are most definitely emo rap um, and the style that they've kind of gone into is like a mix of hip-hop and punk. So it's a brand new sound, really. <laughs> and its I, I just feel it's more expressive. Um. However, like I mentioned, there are other types of emo rap out there. The emo rap, like I said, is more widely known as the so- sound that Judas Roman people are going for now, or were, I guess. Um, but there's still other forms of emo rap out there. Like it doesn't have to necessarily be a particular sound. These rappers like atmosphere and idea, like they typically rapped over more normal hip-hop beats, uh, and normal meaning, like, more boom-bap, back-back, rap, like, typical hip-hop beats. Nothing, like... Well, typical doesn't make sense. I would say typical for the era that they came up in, like, in the late 90s and early 2000s. And that's kind of, like, the sound that they continued on for a while. But these guys are, like rappers that have pretty much built their whole career on this sort of emo rap, like, and it's a different sort of emo rap, I'd say, too, because it's more of, like, storytelling and um, just general, like, this is what's going on with me, and this sucks, like, there's very few metaphors in there, like, is they're very blunt. <laughs> Um, obviously there are metaphors because Idea is like one of the greatest battle rappers ever Um, but with Slug it's generally a bit more straightforward Uh, like with Atmosphere specifically yeah they mix in that sort of backpack sound well backpack sound that you would associate with backpack music nowadays I guess Um, but they mix that in with just real life events and Like, that either happened to them or people they heard of or people they know. Um, And they kind of go on from there. Like, Atmosphere has a whole collection of music basically dedicated to Lucy Ford, who was meant to be a real person. Um, Basically, just um, an ex-girlfriend that... Was kind of terrible to, <laughs> to slug, from what I can tell. Um, but in I forgot the album name now. Like it was like one of their black and white album covers. Um, but like, there's a whole story of this family in the woods who got eaten by wolves, and this child had to go and watch, like, go find his family and saw them dead. <laughs> like, and then he had to run away from the wolves. Like, they approach emo rap in a different way than current emo rap, I'd say. Um, but yeah, I feel like their rap, or Atmosphere's rap specifically, was more. It was more relationship focused and just generally overall, like, depressing. <laughs> like, the whole sound was depressing. Um, although they haven't really gone into that sort of sound as much recently just because they're getting older and like they for the longest time have been rapping about uh, stuff occurring in their lives now that Slug has a family he's pretty much just rapping about his family (laughs) he's progressed into dad rap which isn't a bad thing but just something of note um The other thing with Atmosphere is they had a whole, like, if you need more evidence, (laughs) they have a whole series of EPs titled Sad Clown Bad Whatever Season It Is. Like, they haven't added to that since 2008, but, like, I think they got to, like, I don't know, there's, like, at least 10 of those EPs at this point. I don't remember now. But, yeah, like, that's something that they continued for a while. Uh, another sort of emo rap that continues on at least one of my favorite rappers, Sadistic um, I'd say he's a little bit more um, into the horror sound than emo sound but there are definitely songs where he addresses it's kind of like depression um, and just kind of life events that Again, isn't really talked about. Okay, um, but this brings me back to kind of the whole idea. Um, so, with the current anime emo rap, I really appreciate the direction it's been going, and it's definitely one of the more popular subgenres these days. I feel like, um, because it's showing listeners, I mean, especially younger ones, that it's okay to be in tune with your emotions and that you don't have to really suppress yourself like and that's i really appreciate that because you know that's something that a lot of people have trouble with like i personally grew up surrounded with the idea that men aren't supposed to show emotion because i was too feminine and i think well no i know because of that i still have plenty of trouble trying to express myself and I still choose to stay really quiet and not talk about anything um, rather than actually going out of my way to tell people how I feel like I can say I feel sad but I don't I can't really put together why or like any sort of way to express myself beyond like I'm just sad I don't know I mean, maybe that's why I lean more towards this emo rap sound. Because, like, and I think this is why a lot of people actually go into it. Because these are people, like these rappers, who have found a way to express themselves. And in doing so, like, I can relate to it too. Like, there's so much music out there that you're going to eventually find something that you relate to really well. And I think, I mean, that kind of goes into why I'm obsessed with hip hop, which I'll talk about at another time because I'm running out of time here, but basically if you want to take away one thing from this is that hip hop does have mental health issues. And because that's just a that's just a thing with everyone, like it's everyone feels sad at some point. Everyone has some level of depression at some point. Um, there are people who suffer from it chronically. There are people who have anxiety. There are people who have suicidal thoughts. And for hip hop to mostly ignore it for so long is kind of an issue, but. Looking at the positive side of this, the, the fact that we have rappers going back as like probably even before Biggie, like I just can't, I couldn't think of anything before Biggie, like you have rappers going back to 94 talking about how they want to kill themselves because of all these things that most people would really just not be okay and can't really handle and that's like like even though these rappers well hold on so i know a lot of people are going to say but they shouldn't be sad they have all this money and fame shut the fuck up that doesn't like there are there's more to it than that like yes you can be successful and depressed that's a very common thing <laughs> so to tell these rappers they have no reason to be sad is not helping anyone really like why are you telling these rappers to not be sad (laughs) like they are human they can feel things they don't like their whole life isn't a party like they have emotions (laughs) (sighs) well with that said I could've gone in a lot longer, but I wanted to just hit a few points. Um, let me know if you want me to talk about this some more, uh, cause I can find way more examples. This is just something that I've been wanting to talk about for a while. Um, and I you know, I just feel like it's a necessary conversation that people aren't really having. Like even in hip hop itself, like people don't talk about it enough. Um, But yeah let me know in the comments below what your feelings on hip hop's mental state is Um, because yeah like i said it's something that we need to talk about and yeah if you want to see more videos like this like and subscribe i probably should have put some sort of trigger warning at the beginning of this because there are serious topics that i've kind of just like slightly touched on um but apologies in advance or after the fact, I guess, because this is at the end. Um, But yeah, like and subscribe if you want to see more content like this. I try to do a more serious podcast (laughs) at least once every few weeks. Um, Oh, also, I have new merch. This is one of them. Uh, It's in the link in the description. Support your boy, because I am broke. Thank you for watching, thank you for listening, and stay safe out there.